Hello everybody, welcome to Geeklings and welcome back to Two Geeks Talk Movies. After a multi-month delay, I'm back and I'm bringing this thing with me. I am your host, Johnny T, and no movie is safe from me. Oh, sweet mother, sweet good. I'm bringing this back from the dead, so I thought I'd do Return of the Living Dead. But I have a special guest with me. He is Phil from the Spookhouse podcast. Yo, yo. It's good to be back. Thanks yes. for having me. We, yeah. we ended your last podcast and resurrected another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring back back from the dead. Yes, much like this movie, actually. Yes, I mean, mm. right obviously off the, off the top of the, here, when did you first see this thing? Um, probably when I was like a teenager or something, maybe like 15 years old. I bought the DVD back when you could get DVDs from like Best Buy and stuff. And yeah, probably saw it somewhere around there. And I just, I love it. It's um, not a movie I watch super often, but every mm-hmm. time I do, I'm like, I need to watch this more because this is mm-hmm. great. <laughs> and I even yeah. kind of like the sequel. Yeah, I was about to bring up the, the sequels. Um, I, I first saw it way back in, God, when was it, 88? On VHS, mm-hmm. I was about what nine, and my older brother rented it, and we watched it. And back then, I was a bit of a scaredy cat for horrors, but this thing didn't scare me much, and it pissed him off. <laughs> <laughs> I think by about ten or eleven, I was big into horror and big into movies. So, because before that, I was kind of behind a couch sort of stuff, behind cushions and such, and the atypical scaredy cat. But it, mm-hmm. a few movies, like, what was the first movie I watched was, oh, God, Nightmare on Elm Street. And that didn't scare me much. And then the other movie I watched, because I remember I rented these things, was, oh, God, was it Halloween 5, I think it was? Oh, and wow. <laughs> that was it. I was hooked on horror. So, yeah. Um, Surprise, I, Halloween 5 didn't... Uh... <laughs> Veer, like turn you down a different path like man these movies fucking suck <laughs> yeah 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 i mean oh my god i mean um actually i think i saw return of the living dead part three first i remember <laughs> uh my dad would let us rent horror movies back in the day when i was really young which was pretty cool of them looking back on it but i remember renting that movie and that was the first one that i saw and it mm. kind of just stuck with me which does kind of have like a cult following. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, the, there's, what, there's five of these movies, five or six of these movies, and they get progressively worse as they go on. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything past three. Oh my God. I watched uh, part four, which is Necropolis, and part five, Rave to the Grave. Right, yeah. I've seen the titles. My God, they are abysmal. Sweet mother (laughs) of Jesus, they are abysmal. Did um John Russo write or direct any of those? Uh, I'm gonna go with no. (laughs) Okay. Uh these were done on the cheap in one was actually shot in in, um Chernobyl, believe it or not. (laughs) Oh wow. Another one is shot in Budapest. Is that what calls of it? Is that what caused the disaster there? Oh, well. that movie. <laughs> mm. Oh, God, I have no idea. Because, uh, let's see, they were out in 2000 and, God, what was it, five? I think they were five and six. Hmm. So, hmm, because we're shot back to back. 
and I think they've got a budget of about a buck ten. Sticky about plastic and chewing gum. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll have to skip those. Mm, my God. Uh, part two, I actually like more than part one because it's more tongue in cheek. I've heard uh, some people say that. Yeah, I mean, it's a good sequel for mm, sure. And part three is, I don't know, I don't like that one. It's a bit too in your face sort of thing, you know? I'm like, where's the horror comedy aspect? It's more of a yeah. straight horror. So Yeah. Mm. But for, let's see, when did that come out? 95, I think. 93, 90, somewhere in there. But mm. for that era of horror movies, which was not the best. You know, mm, overall, um, yeah. it's not bad. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got down here my notes. This is a George Romaro clone spin-off, kinda of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, mm, kinda based off a yeah. book, apparently, which is I've heard is unreadable. So, yay! Because apparently there was a lawsuit where George Romaro had of the dead, and the guy who wrote the book was John Russo. Who uh-huh. got Living Dead, and yeah. boom, we had a new franchise. So, yay. Yeah, um, he was a co-writer on Night mm. of the Living Dead. Um, but yeah, apparently after that, he didn't, or after this, like, he hasn't put out shit. It's just all, like, you know, very low-quality garbage. But mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So this was given a spit polish by Dan O'Bannon, famous for Alien. And various other movies, which I can't remember to top of my head. Also, this was supposed to be shot in 3D. And when I read that, that blew my mind. Could you watch this thing being shot in 3D? <laughs> huh. I could see, like, some of the scenes looking pretty cool in 3D. Like, some of the Tar Man stuff. But, mm. I don't know. <laughs> and the one thing that blew my mind completely was, it was supposed to be directed by Toby Hooper. I'm really? like... You have got to be joking me. I feel like him and Romaro were best buddies, so why would he do the competitor's movie to Romaro's, uh, was it Dawn of the Dead? That was it in A5? Or was it Day of the Dead? Uh, Day of the I, Dead, I, Dead, yeah. So, hmm. hmm. I was got done here. Are you a fan of zombies? Or zombie movies? I am, but kind of <laughs> over the genre at this point. I mean... It's just kind of played out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, some movies actually work. Some uh, zombie movies actually work. But most of them are just, uh, like, splatter and gore and there's no suspense sort of thing. It's like, oh, look, a horde of zombies, run! Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot new that you can do with it at this point. Did mm. you ever see Train to Busan? No. No, I've been meaning to, but I keep on putting it off because I've heard mixed things about that. So I really enjoyed it. It was it was just a really good movie, but then you add the zombie element on top of it. It wasn't like just a in your face zombie movie. Um, it was really well done. I would say <laughs> check that one out. But as far as like newer zombie movies, I can't recall any. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of zombie movies I like. I really love... I think my favorite is the Night of the Living Dead remake from 1990. I just oh, grew up God. with that one. God, I just, years. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. Tony Todd. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's God. great. I've seen that one in years, my lord. Um, I'm trying to think, actually. I saw Return of the Dead in the cinema late one night 
the cinema, my local cinema is now shut down about, God, when was it? 16 years ago, 17 years ago. Um, and it used to have all-nighters. They would show five movies all night, start at midnight, finish at eight in the morning. Um, and they had a zombie night. And I went, eh, what the hell? So I threw to my money. And they were showing, uh, was it 28 Days Later? Uh, Return of mm. the Dead. That's a good day. Uh, Dave the Dead, I think it was a Donna Dead, I can't remember what it was now. Um, and I can't remember the other two off the top of my head. But I thought this was the best of the lot. Yeah. So, because I'm not a great fan of 28 Days Later, or 20 Weeks Later. So, I don't like this whole, I don't know, rage-fueled zombies and this whole fast uh, zombie stuff, you know? I mean, it's like, eh. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think this movie if I'm not mistaken, was the first to have running zombies. I, I don't know what about digging on that. Apparently, there's a 1981 Italian zombie movie, which I can't remember off my head, that had running zombies. So hmm. this is not the original, but it, it made it popular, so that we have. But this did pioneer the whole brains things. Yeah. And having smart zombies using tools to open stuff and talking in us malarkey. Because before that, they were just flesh-eating undead. Right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Do you want intelligent zombies or just want these brain-dead, slow-shuffling things? I kind of prefer the slower, just mindless zombies. Mm. I don't know. It's just my personal take, (laughs) personal preference, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing I know about this movie. It started this whole intelligent zombie that can pick up tools and smash down doors and news radios and such and da 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 to get more and more people coming. I'm like, mm. there is no zombie then. You're you're just a ghoul. You know, you're not a zombie. Yeah. So I think it works in this movie though. Yeah, well, like yeah, yeah. In the ambulance and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sad Pretty one. funny. Mm. Right then, um, let's get into the nuts and bolts of this thing. So this thing had a budget of $4 million and pulled in $14 million. So that's not a bad return. Sure, yeah. Mm. Um, the cast, we have James Caron, Glue Gallagher, that's his name, uh, Tom Matthews, uh, what am I now, Dan Kaffa, Beverly Randolph, Lilia Quigley, that was a bad. Uh, Miguel A. Nunes Jr. and Jonathan Terry, directed by Dan O'Bannon. A quick plot. Two bumbling employees of a medical supply warehouse unleash a gas that reanimates the dead, making them unkillable zombies, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, onto a bit of trivia I found about this. Um, the extras were made to eat real calf brains. So, I read that, uh, yes. And, uh, yeah. As a, as a vegetarian, I'm going to have to pass on that. Not yeah. cool. Not cool. <laughs> apparently, I'll pass on that. <laughs> yeah, apparently Dan O'Bannon, like, ate some, too. So, mm. like, just because if the cast had to do it, then he was willing to do it as well. But mm. it's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, I mean, I know in some cultures it's a delicacy, but uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Um, well, fans demanded the DVD release after years of it being stalled. So yeah, apparently... Oh, sorry, go ahead. So, no, 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 no sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, like, apparently one guy kind of created this whole campaign 
and mm. eventually reached Dan O'Bannon. And it because of this one guy, it, it finally got released on DVD, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And Miguel A. Nunes Jr. was homeless when he was cast as Spider. He then done Friday the 13th part. What was he in? Five? Five, yeah. Five, yeah. He was the enchiladas guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Liana quickly was forced to shave her vagina in order to do the striptease. She wanted to keep the, uh, how do you put it, politely, pubic Bush? region? Oh, well, a bush, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> but apparently the sense is like, nope, you can't show bush, therefore shave off. So she was forced to shave it off and she wasn't pleased. And I'm going, well, don't do the fucking... F- Why did she have to get naked anyway? I don't get them. And I'll get back to that later. Um, and <laughs> Clue Gallagher was a rage maniac on set. He got into fist fights with Dan O'Bannon and was hitting people with the lead pipe. So the crew took it away from him and gave him a rubber pipe. <laughs> so he's fucking hitting people with a, a metal pipe. I'm going. Wait, is that what? the is that the guy with the fucking the chain going from like no, his no, ears? No, no. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, Cook Luger was the boss. Oh. Um, okay. So, mm, apparently, he was a complete arsehole on set and oh, would wow. completely harass the actors and harass the director and such. And uh, they're like okay, this guy's a complete dick. So, <laughs> um, right, what I want to talk right off the bat is Tina. Now, she worked my last nerve, frankly. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even though her boyfriend is dead, she goes, oh, no, I can't leave him. Lock me up with him and the other zombie. Then she's fucking terrified, wondering why he's trying to beat her brains. I'm like, really, love, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Jesus wept. It's like, can Oh my God, no! I, I, I'll stay with Freddy. He won't. He will eat me. He, I'm the girlfriend. Really, love? No, it's no. True love, man. Oh, <laughs> dear God. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, how does this Freddy, played by Tom Matthews, get a job working this warehouse? He's a punk. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did they hire this guy? I'm like, he's a punk. I mean, did you know that um, he used to be roommates with George Clooney? And apparently yes. they're like still really good friends. Mm, yeah, Claudia was on set and he was slightly miffed he wasn't cast in the movie. So it's like, ooh, tension. Damn. It's a missed opportunity right there. I don't know. I mean, he had his big break in Return of the Killer Tomatoes, I believe, was his big break. Oh, was he in that? I know he was in, uh, what was it called? Return to Horror High. Yes, yes. That was his yeah. punch. Yeah, sort of, okay. Sort of um, so this thing opens up on the 3rd of July. Oh, I can't speak. 3rd of July, even. Closing time for Unida Medical Supplies. I love that joke, Unida. <laughs> it's like, well, it's so cheesy, but it's funny. I didn't even um, catch that. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Uh, in which we meet the boss, Bert, played by uh, Galuga. I can't pronounce his fucking name. It's really bad. Uh, uh, Frank, played by James Caron. And newbie, Freddy, played by, as I says, Tom Matthews. Now, the whole thing about the skeletons being real skeletons was real for that time, up to about, I think it was 2010, I want to say, where they changed it to plastic skeletons. Hmm. Uh, order from china or i think it's south korea i guess to get the skeletons from 
they don't do it in India anymore because uh, an international treaty was signed or something like that. So it's like, okay then. So that whole thing where every skeleton was from India is true. Like such as poltergeists, they were real skeletons. Uh, right, yeah, that's yeah. I've heard about poltergeists. I didn't know that they use real ones for this though. Yeah, yeah, that's real skeletons. Uh-huh. So That's it's cool. like, okay then. Apparently they were ridiculously cheap. Like, I don't know the actual price, but it was like cheaper to get it from India than getting the, the mm-hmm. plastic ones. So it's like, okay then. So, Damn. Let's hmm. have hmm. a surplus of skeletons over there. Yeah, I do love the fact how they go, why do you hope? Oh, have perfect teeth. How many Indians you have with perfect teeth? I'm going, oh, that's racist. I mean, it's like, oh, <laughs> mm. is it that? Well, yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> there's an argument there. <laughs> yeah, there's an argument there. Yeah, true, true. Moving on swiftly. Um, so Frank shows Freddy uh, around the place and tells him what's what, basically, because this is his first day. I'm going, okay then. Again, he's a punk, an actual, honest to God, punk punk rocker sort of thing mm. and he frank that is drops that in the basement they have the quote real zombies from night of living dead uh, sorry yeah night of living dead yeah does it um and he accidentally unleashes 245 trioxin and the infamous tarman zombie played by alan tutsman now when I first saw this as a kid, I was like, what in the name of fuck is that tar man? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that thing freaked me out when I was a kid. I'm like, what is that thing? <laughs> I mean, what is yeah, that? I love like? the design of it. I think that's like, might be like the best zombie of all time. I mean, when you think of the word zombie, I always picture tar man. Just that mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just perfect look, I think. Yeah. It's like very comedic at the same time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess uh, was it Bob from Dawn of the Dead? Bob. The Bob. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the other one I think of. Like, yeah, that's hmm. that's a good one. Yeah. But yeah, I do that, love the um the your introduction to Tar Man, like when they're doing like the melted wax effect. Mm, um, mm-hmm. and apparently like that. When the glass shatters, they didn't mean to do that. That was just from the heat. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. when they were, like, melting the wax. So that was mm-hmm. cool. I mean, they yeah. lucked out there. Yeah, I love the fact how Frank goes, oh, don't worry about this, this is American-made, slaps the canister, and it just goes, the gas explodes. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so outside <laughs> is um, Freddy's gang, led by Suicide, played by Mark... Venturia, I think I pronounced his name. His girl, Trash, played by Lena Quigley. Freddy's girlfriend, Tina, played by Beverly Randolph. Spider, played by Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Casey, played by Jewel Shepard. Ch- sorry, Chuck, played by John Philippin. And Scuzz, played by Brian Peck. Now, I've got to see here, this is a bit of a mishmash group. I mean, we have the rich bitch. Yeah. We have the preppy guy. We have two... I don't know, punk rockers and the rest of them are just wannabes. And we have a, a stripper who likes to get naked at a drop of your hat and get freaky in graveyards. So I'm like, that's, that's what Linnea Quigley does. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've got to get naked in like every movie. 
Yes, oh God, yeah, and that's very true. That's very, very true. I go down here, they look for a place to hang out, so they go to a graveyard, as you do. I mean, who doesn't hang out in a graveyard? I mean, <laughs> I mean, who hasn't spent a, a night in a graveyard? I mean, hmm. <laughs> I mean, depending on where you grow up, I could see it being a hangout spot. I never have, but where I grew up, like the hangout spot was the Walmart parking lot. I never participated. That's just where all the rednecks congregated on the mm. weekends. <laughs> oh, my God. God. No, I mean, there was a graveyard quite close where, where I grew up. And I swear to God, that place was haunted. Oh, my God. Mm. There's, um, there's a story in one of my uh, earlier podcasts about Halloween night. In, God, when was it? 94? And my mate had a dog that ran out of the house. So we chased after the dog. It ran straight to the graveyard. And I was chasing the dog. It fell in an open grave because it was a, a, a um, burial next morning. Oh, and I swear, to, yeah, I swear to God, I heard somebody groaning. Now, it might be my imagination, but I was like, get me the fuck Oof. out of here. And of course, of course, it starts to rain. So I'm getting drenched here as the fucking rain's pouring down and there's mud oh. and I'm trying to get rid of this thing and I couldn't because it's obviously slippery because of the mud. And yeah. I freaked the fuck <laughs> I got my I would too. <laughs> got my little ass so, out there. But, uh, so, so it was like six feet deep? No, it was uh yeah, it would have been yeah, it would have been six feet, yeah. Yeah. Unless it was no no it wasn't. It was about four or five. Because well, it was two things you just there. But yeah that was the freakiest most scared i've ever been in my fucking life i'm like i'm gonna die yeah. <laughs> i'd be freaked out too man oh. well, that's pretty cool that you can say that though yeah <laughs> and one thing that got me there was like a weird mist over the place mm-hmm. and i swear to god there was a guy in a black trench coat at the very bottom of the graveyard and it was coming towards me slowly as we were climbing out the, the sort of grave because my mate pulled me out of the grave and yeah. I was like, this, is, what the fuck, is this, is this a, what is going on? Because it's, it's, ha- it's Halloween night. Sorry, you might hear dogs in the background or something. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I'll try to <laughs> mute my microphone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what it, says, um, it was Halloween night, as it says, and there was this guy in a black trench coat, but I swear to God, he had no legs. You know, so hmm. anyway, back to this. Um, now I love the eye chart that's in the office that says Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch. Plus, he goes bald. Haha. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that one. It's like, oh dear. Uh, David had mentioned the tar man, uh, the rebirth where the glass cracked. Da, da, da. Up pops the titles with the cool music, which I tried to steal for this podcast, but uh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I mean, I just love the music in this. It's just yeah, so it does have a eighties soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, mm. I love it. So now infected, uh, Freddy and Frank have to deal with the yellow-skinned zombie. Uh, then, as they're so returning to zombies themselves, I mean, I love this one. He goes, "What's that?" He goes, "Oh, it's just a a, a cadaver." And he's going, how'd you kill him? Oh, I don't know, get the pickaxe to the head, sort of thing. <laughs> and they have to force him down. And I'm like, oh, God. Get a hacksaw, get a hacksaw. 
Um, I mean, I love the fact how Tarman doesn't touch um, Frank or Freddy because he knows they're already dead, already infected. Because if that guy goes brains, why don't you eat they two? Because they two are still technically live, fresh brains. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they uh, have like a sixth sense. They know who's mm. already infected. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. That's very, very true. Fast tar man. Mm. Mm. Although I might know something. What is that black stuff that's on his body? I mean, I read uh, an interesting theory that's actually skin. It's skin that's came off the bone, and because it's been in that barrel for so long, it's turned black. Uh, but I'm going, but it's slimy. It's black slime. So, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of looks like um, Jason in Jason Takes Manhattan. It's mm. got that like wet, mm. slimy look to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I love that one. So, meanwhile, across the other side of, of America, Colonel Glover, put by Jonathan Terry, uh, returns home to his wife to settle down for the 4th of July weekend, as you do. His job is to hunt down the missing zombies and the 245 trioxin as he's failed for decades because it dropped the, it, it was delivered to Unida in 1969 so it's been, what's that, nearly 20 years Yeah, he's been hunting down for these uh, zombies and the gas and such, I'm going, you are shit at your job mate <laughs> <laughs> his wife Ethel paid by Catherine Cordell has had enough of the radar and radio equipment in her house and she goes absolutely apeshit She's going, it's been like 20 years, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, calm down, love my love. So, mm. oh my God. And yeah, she's also, uh, very dainty and proper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the fact she gets annoyed when the military police call saying, they found the zombies. And she's like, Cause I'm guessing it's like three in the morning or something like that. And uh-huh. she's going, oh, get off the fucking phone. <laughs> God, <love. laughs> I mean, I also love, it's supposed to be Louisville, Kentucky, but it's filmed in Los Angeles. Clear as day, yeah. this is Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, I love, this is not like Louisville. No, no. I love the LA sort of river uh, bank in the background. When uh, Suicide is driving past, I'm like, oh my God, it's Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, one thing I've got down here, I cannot stand Suicide Gang. They're nothing but whiny little babies, and that's like, oh, let's go to the the graveyard, let's have a party. Oh, let's get some. Fo-. I'm like, grow the fuck up. You're in your twenties. You fucking. Mm. Oh <laughs> god. I've got down here. Would the rich bitch be hanging around with these? Uh, maybe to piss off daddy, but mm. <laughs> you know. I mean, they 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 got the look down though. I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. They got I love the aesthetic the... and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love the leader with the chain from the ear to the lip. I mean, I love that. It's like, ooh. Apparently, yeah. he was a sweetheart. So he was. He was a big gentle giant. Apparently. So, oh really? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Also, I read somewhere that he was actually gay. But he was in the closet, and really? he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't out to very many people, apparently. Um, but I'm not sure oh, about that one. Is he like open now? I, I think he's dead. Uh, oh I shit! He, I think he died when he was 36. So he died well, pretty then. young. 
Mm. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Such I'm not super familiar with like a lot of the uh, like behind the scenes deep dive on the cast type of stuff. So you'll have to like fill me in along the way. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, the only people that survived this movie is the people that done uh, Friday the 13th because that guy, uh, Suicide, is the guy that killed uh what the hell's his name the fat guy in friday 13 what was that six with the axe uh oh, five sorry no no the fake one the, with the fake jason that's five right it's, right yeah that's part so five he's the one that killed the son of roy emt with the axe so oh. that's that's him uh and then we have uh spider guy is demon i believe the oh my damn gelatos guy you know, um, and Tom Matthews is uh, Tommy, what's his name? Uh, Tommy Jarvis. And uh, Jarvis, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, Lena Quickly, because, well, she's everywhere. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but now but rest, home workout tapes and everything. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, let me see. What do I do? Da, da, da. So, what have I got here? Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. They wake up. Uh, Frank and Freddy, that is. Wake up to deal with the yellow-skinned cadaver zombie. I mean, I love the fact how Frank is beating the the, the sort of half-dog who comes back to life with a, a, a crutch. I just love that one. It's like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> they even added in, like, the, the whimpering dog effect. Mm. Which is... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie is, like, just so over-the-top and silly. Mm-hmm. It's... I don't know. It has, like, a fun fun vibe to it yeah yeah it does yeah yeah Yeah. and it goes relatively quick it's what was that about an hour and 25 minutes yeah it's 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 a fast one yeah 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 i'll go down here so uh freddie and frank have to call for help so they call bert and he has to deal with it uh a pickaxe uh handsaw and black bags later and Unkillable zombies! Yay! Oh, God. <laughs> and apparently they, um, to get the bag to move, it was like the little monkey toy with mm. the symbols, but they just removed the symbols. Yeah. So they would be, like, moving around. <laughs> yeah. God, I love that one. Oh, it's weasels. It's, it's rabbit weasels. You can't set fire to, uh, to life animals. Oh, don't worry. I just put it in the, in the furnace. I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> God almighty. Uh, so meet my old back... In the graveyard, hours later, mind, it's like, really, love? I mean, they're in there, what, was it four o'clock? It's now about ten, and they're still in the graveyard. I'm like, Jesus. Trash uh, tells her dream of being ripped apart by dirty old men, and then starts to strip naked to Deadbeat Dead by The Damned, which apparently was Nasty Girl by Vanity. As you do. It's a good song. Mm. It's, uh, I mean, this is a pretty iconic scene, the strip scene. I mean, it's very gratuitous, but it's fun. Mm. Yeah. One thing I noticed when watching this, when she's stripping off, you can hear the undead going under the underground. I'm going, wait a minute, they haven't been effective the gas yet, so how are they banging on the coffins and such? I'm going, ah, is she that I hot? I that. So with yellow skin cadaver zombie, uh, pinned to the ground and they come up with the blah 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 the pickaxe and the hacksaw and shit. they go over to see ernie uh in the morgue 
to burn the pieces because that's a great idea, you know. I mean, hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. I've got down here, Bert and Ernie, funny haha. I mean uh, Apparently that was an accident by Dan O'Bannon. Mm-hmm. Said he wasn't aware of I mean, I don't know. I don't see how that would slip you by. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll get down here. Is Ernie a Nazi? Because he has the Walter P38. He has German marching band and he's um, walking. He has, he's a surgical expert because he's now working in uh, cadavers. And he's a picture of Hitler and Eva Braun on his pin board sort of thing. Really? Is he a Nazi? I don't know. I've heard this theory. I mean, why else would you have a picture of Hitler on yeah. your wall? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Plus, he's blonde-haired. Is that a stretch? I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, it uh, fits the description, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I found that um, sort of theory a few days back, and I was thinking to myself, is he actually a Nazi? Because... I mean, the gun was a bit much because I'm going, it's a, a Walther P-38, I think, or just P-50. That doesn't necessarily mean it's a fucking Nazi. I mean, in that case, Bond's sure. a Nazi because Bond has a Walther PP, PPK, you know, so is he a Nazi? I don't know. Are you I mean, a gun guy? No, no, I'm just... Oh, okay. Just a massive Bond fan, you know what I mean? Oh, and, okay. Mm, um, but the whole thing with the German marching band, yeah, well, that's a... Mm. But the Eva Braun picture and the Hitler picture is, sure. uh, and he's a, a surgical expert because he's obviously been, um, <clears throat> shall we say, certain camps, you know. Oh <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows, man? <laughs> mm, mm. So back in the graveyard. Uh, Trash is now completely naked and this pisses off Tina because she's a pretty rich bitch and she goes how dare you be naked and storms off to get uh, Freddy. I've got down here, Dan O'Bannon was shocked to find out this had a lot of female fans brought in by uh, Tom Matthews and various other pretty boys Um, and uh, he was asked why was so much female nudity on set and on a movie and he says it was to bring in the male audience, but it also brought in the female audience because they saw Trash as empowered. Fair enough. Yeah, sure. Um, he then says if he had known Freddy 13th Part 6 was so popular, he would have got Freddy to go completely naked also, uh, a.k.a. Tom Matthews. Yeah. Because he's an equal opportunist. And I was like, ah, would that work? I mean, you've got a dead... I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I mean, back in the 80s, that would have been a bold move. You mm-hmm. definitely didn't see uh, male nudity back then. At least no. not like full frontal. No, that's very true. That's very, very true. Um, I've got down here. Uh, Tom Matthews in the 80s, naked? Yes, please. <laughs> you know, because I had a thing for him. So. <laughs> so I just saw Friday the 13th, part six. Um, my local theater was showing it like right. a week ago. And that was pretty cool to see on the big screen for the first time. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Was it an actual print or was it a, a um, digital copy? Uh, prob- it was digital. Hmm. But okay. Still, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's very cool. I've seen it a thousand times, but I was like, sure, I'll watch this in the theater. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. fun movie though. Mm. It's a little yeah. too fun, a little too silly at times, mm. but I don't know. Overall, it's good. I mean, it had to please the fans because part five was such, uh, oh my God, it's a fake Jason, you bastard sort of thing. So they had to sort of alleviate that and they made it into the more tongue-in-cheek stuff. But ultimately... Yeah. I know yeah. part five is like coming around for a lot of people. I see more and more people saying that, like some people say it's like top three for them. I've only seen it a couple of times and I've been meaning to rewatch it, but... I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'll maybe I'll watch it tonight. <laughs> Just for the oh enchilada scene. Oh god, it's not the time enchiladas. <laughs> I mean, other things. Enchiladas. He's on the toilet singing "Ooh baby, ooh baby" while shitting his guts. <laughs> I'm going all hope. Steve Wines was dead. I mean, honestly, God. <laughs> oh dear God, on it. I mean, so um, they burn up uh, the yellow-skinned zombie. And from the ash goes up to the sky, causing acid rain, which soaks into the graveyard and suicide gang. The dead start to rise, and the first person to deal with zombies is Tina, as she somehow ran from the graveyard all the way to the Unida medical warehouse sort of thing. Uh, and I'm going, oh my god, she has to deal with, was it Tarman she deals with? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, Tarman, yeah. And I've got down here. She barely escapes as she falls through the staircase and the actress was hurt because she wasn't told that was going to be set up. So she was hurt real bad and was pissed at Dan O'Bannon because he didn't warn her that there's going to be a drop uh-huh. straight in. So she was fucking furious. <laughs> it's like, ooh, kidding. would be as well. And apparently, like, uh, she she doesn't get up or move after she falls through it. That's because she was actually hurt. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love the fact how she tries to hide in some sort of what's that? Some sort of closet, and Tarman goes, "Oh no, bitch! I'm going to get you!" And he gets like a, a chain and opens the door. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that. It's like he's got brains. I mean, uh, but that like whole that. scene, like when they burn the body and the the smoke's rising and it starts raining and the music mm. kicks in, that part's just so badass. I love that. Mm. Yeah, I love that way. Yeah. That's the whole choppy editing thing as the camera pans around the graveyard i'm like mm-hmm. that's kind of cool as the as the the um music kicks in which again adds to the cool factor okay. uh, um, yeah. oh my god so hot real bad so back in the morgue freddie and frank are looking like shit slash undead yeah i mean how can you not tell the two are dead because freddie looks like he's been dipped in fucking like grease paint, he's completely pale and it's all slimy and like a plane yeah. of it. Oh, I can't move. No, no, my no, Marky. And they tell Bert what happened earlier. Shouldn't he have told that at the fucking star? Oh, by the way, we were downstairs and we messed around with the canisters and this gas hit me in the face. Is that like hours later? I'm going, these people are fucking idiots. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, they are kind of dumb characters, I guess. I got to say, like, they sort of get on my nerves a little bit, like just their characters, because they're screaming and crying mm. so much. It's like, mm-hmm. shut up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shut up. And cry. <laughs> oh, oh, yes, I've got down here the catchphrase for this movie. Brains, you know. So. Brains. <laughs> so this was was the first movie to 
uh, incorporate brains, like mm-hmm. as far as zombies, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Because before that, it was all flesh eating and and such, and before that, it was like hypnosis sort of thing or voodoo yeah. magic. That was like the thirties, and Romaro changed it to the undead, and this changed it to brain eating zombies that are unkillable. So. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good call. So let me have that one. So Burt calls for medics. I mean, I'm like, wouldn't you call the medics two hours earlier? I mean, because Frank is completely drenched in sweat continually, and Fred looks like shit. So it's like, uh, God. <laughs> and this is the the start of the smart zombies oxymoron. Yeah, I mean, hmm. Uh, running, talking, using tools, problem solving. Mm, I've got a problem with these smart zombies. I'm like, no, no, no. A zombie's supposed to be slow moving, shuffling, sort of simpleton, you know? Not a, oh, yeah. I'm going to get this chain to open that door. I'm going to get an axe to open this. I'm going to get da da da. So, mm. I don't mind it for this movie, but. um. Did you ever see, I never saw this movie, but like the late Romero films, like Survival of the Dead. Yes. Oh my God. I heard, don't they like shoot guns in that one or something? I have no idea. I have that thing on Blu-ray <laughs> and I watched about 10 minutes of it. And I can't wait to get past 10 minutes. It is so fucking oh, bad. Damn. Oh my God. I mean, you have, what is it? He went a oh. bit insane with the, of the dead stuff. I mean. Uh, Diary of the Dead wasn't yes. that like kind of a, uh, a video yeah, thing? Yeah, oh, found god. footage. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god! Um, what was the other one? Land of the Dead was the last one that actually had um, any oomph to it, which I saw in, uh-huh. in the cinema and loved it. <laughs> so mm, the whole sky flowers. Mm. So <laughs> I don't think I've seen that actually. That's actually quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that up. I'll write has, it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has... Uh, what the hell's his name now? Oh, my mind's went blank. Ah, uh, oh, fuck, my mind's went completely blank. Uh, who plays a skeezy guy, of course, because he always plays a skeezy guy. Uh, oh, no mind. Uh, da, da, da. So back to this thing. Uh, the gang runs to Unida. Suicide is eaten, or eaten, rather, by Tarman as a rest run for it. Now... I love the fact how it's dropped earlier that these zombies are no stronger than ordinary humans. So how does Tarman break a suicide skull with one bite? I mean, I'm going, hmm, you know. Hmm. Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's like an alligator or something. They have a really strong bite. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So the medics take uh, Frank and Freddy's stats and vitals and such and they go oh my god they're dead like, no they can't be dead and that stuff give me your give me your um stethoscope such and he's like yeah yeah they're dead um <laughs> the zombies out outrun overrun rather the medics as the or paramedics <laughs> i just love that um <laughs> <laughs> the medics yeah that's great uh, the medics tell bert that frank and freddie have been dead for hours because it's now about what one o'clock in the morning or something like that because the clock mm-hmm. goes over the shot it's like half ten two twelve no so i'm like uh fix your clock so 
the gang has to with a zombie smash through the window because what was it again? It was one of the chicks and one of the other dude trying to get a, this phone call, but they smash through the window, so they put the the sort of filing cabinet in to lock that zombie in. Mm-hmm. And I've got to hear then they run because they hear the zombies screaming brains, which apparently is actually screaming because they can feel their bodies rot. Which I love that sort of thing. It's like so they can feel themselves they're dead and yeah. they know they're being reanimated and they hate the fact that they're dead and they're falling to pieces. So that's why they're screaming at you. Yeah, I kind of like that explanation. Um, mm. almost feel bad for him in a way. Mm. I love the fact how brains somehow relieve the pain. Mm. I mean, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> why not? So the gang then run to the morgue and here Trash gets ripped apart by zombies and somehow turned into a zombie. Hmm. I'll get in here. She's the queen of zombies. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. Q, do you want a party by 45 Grave? As the gang split up, Spider, Tina and Scuzz run to the morgue and board the place up. Chuck and Casey run to Unida, uh, chased by dozens of zombies. Meanwhile, Trash is the queen of zombies. I love the fact she's, she's completely blue skinned with the, the hair slicked back and I'm like yeah ooh okay then that was a pretty cool shot like when she comes back and bites that guy in the neck mm, out yeah. in the middle of the street yeah 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 so the zombies kill anyone who tried to help the survivors so they're completely fucked I mean I love the the cops going oh, we got something over here and the government go, no move we've got to shoot you and they start shooting with the the pistol and the shotgun, and I'm going, yeah, mate, you're fucked. <laughs> and then later, when the zombie cop is sort of directing the cop with the little light thing, I'm going, oh, uh-huh. that's, that's a clever touch. I mean, I like that. That was quite funny. Yeah. So I've got down here, Tina's working my last nerve. She will not leave Freddy's side, even after he tries to eat her. Just die already. I've got down here. <laughs> she... Ah... Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just find her so annoying. Yeah, kind of shrill. Mm. You know? Yeah. So the zomb- zombies attack the funeral home. So they pull in a half-dead, half-bodied zombie that tells them being dead hurts and only brains can somehow stop the pain. I'm like, yeah. how does that one work? I mean... Uh, what do they say? Like, it stops the pain of death or something. Mm. I was thinking, right. oh, how? So, hmm. I'll get down here. Scuzz is killed by her, but doesn't rise from the dead. So once you're bitten by these zombies, they don't come back. But Trash did, so how does that one work? I mean, hmm. Maybe there's a there's a waiting period. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a buffer. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I suppose. So Trash kills a homeless uh, man, played by Dana Banning. And how does she extend her jaw? As I said earlier, it's dropped that they're not any more stronger than humans. So she can extend her jaw like a snake. I'm like, how does that one work? But eh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cop shop next, and eaten by yet more cop zombies. 
Tina says she will stay with Zombie Freddy and Zombie Frank because she's a fucking blithering idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Most girls named Tina in horror movies are pretty annoying. I just I'm thinking of Tina from Halloween Five, but I'm sure mm. there's more. <laughs> mm. I suppose that's Tina and Nick Nolte, who's quickly killed off. Uh, you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I don't know if talking about. Uh, no, no. Uh, let me see here. So he dies and goes back to attack Tina. Wanted to eat her brains. I love that one. I just want to eat your brains. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Bert and Ernie with Spider rescue her last minute by throwing acid in his face. Okay then. Meanwhile, Frank runs to the furnace to burn us up in the furnace. I love the fact how he takes his wedding off and he prays for forgiveness for what he did because he know he fucked mm. up he's the one that released the whole gas and sort of stuff and caused the zombie uprising uh so bert and spider run to the cop cars and overran as ernie and tina run from a blinded zombie freddy who is pissed that he's he's been blinded they hide <laughs> in the attic i've got in here how the fuck did ernie break his ankle is that a real break on this set uh, uh i have no idea because one minute maybe yeah one minute they go oh my god they're gonna break down the the, the door and they pull a uh-huh. pew and push it against the sort of chapel door and next minute you go oh my ankle's broke how did you break your fucking ankle i mean <laughs> oh dear oh dear man sound like a pretty rough set to work on mm. but yeah yeah so Bert and Spider try to outrun the horde of zombies, but crash because, of course, they do. Handily, right outside you need a warehouse because, eh, it's that sort of script. <laughs> uh, where <laughs> Bert calls the number on the tank for army help after beheading Tarman with one swipe of a baseball bat. I'm going, that's a really lame way of killing this iconic zombie. Yeah, I suppose so. Mm. I mean, he's just bones and slime. So oh, that's very true. That's very <laughs> true. So Colonel, what's his face? Um, sets up roadblocks around the town, and then fires a nuke, as you do. I mean, mm. killing everything and causing yet more acid rain to have more zombies rising up. And I'm going. That's how they end this this movie: a nuclear bomb that causes acid rain to cause more zombies to rise Kieran pretty cool uh, pretty I like a good nihilistic fuck you kind of ending so fine with it okay then okay then so <laughs> that was a return of the livid dead this is fun for I would say the first 25-35 minutes but after that it sort of drags and it's the sort of screaming of frank and freddy constantly and tina constantly going oh no freddy ah, that stuff it was getting grating um it is kind of a loud movie yeah a bit grating mm. at times um despite all that though i miss these kinds of movies like just zombies blood rock mm. and roll yeah true titties true. <laughs> zombies uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing I watched my last year was the constant rings rings every single scene when you see a, a, a zombie it's like yeah. uh, that's getting annoying 
And Tina is a fucking idiot. In fact, the entire cast is fucking idiots. I mean, and I can't stand these fast, smart zombies. So, uh, and you really hate those things, huh? Yeah, I just don't like this whole fast, intelligent zombie sort of thing. So, so what do you say about this thing then? Um, I don't know. I love this movie. It's always, it's a, it's a good, um, it's like a good party watch. Like mm. hanging out with some friends, having some beers. It's just a fun, fun thing to throw on. I mean, the effects are great. Uh, a decent cast. Although they, some of them get a little annoying at times, but um, I think this has like some of my favorite zombies rising from the grave scenes mm. from any zombie movie. Like when it's raining and they're just like crawling out of the mud, you know, mm. like with that music in the background, it's just perfect. Mm. Um, mm. Although every time I see that, I'm thinking, play Michael Jackson, I'll be fine. You know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Put it, play for an hour, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do love the fact how they just crawl out the ground and then instantly attack uh, poor trash as she's sitting there going, oh, I'm in a puddle of water. And that's her dead. Uh-huh. Uh, although, apparently the skeleton zombie was supposed to be more dramatic, but apparently it was, wasn't was done right. So the only thing could do was the jaw opening up. I'm going... Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that... Um, So they had... The original special makeup effects guy was apparently just really bad at his job. Um, like the uh, the headless scene where the you know the headless zombies like running around like tearing up shit. Mm. Um, the original design of that looks like something I could have thrown together, and I don't know how to do <laughs> special makeup effects. Mm. Um, it was pretty much like a green sheet with holes cut out, and like, oh, Jesus. it just didn't look right. And then they brought on Kevin Yeager, who worked on Nightmare on Elm Street, amongst mm. many other things. Can't recall any of his other movies, but obviously he did a great job on the effects and everything. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 look at him, look at him. Right, then, let's score us out of five. Uh, one being dog shit and five being solid gold. I'm going to give this thing a three. Because like I said, the idiot cast and the whole Tina screaming concert, the whole brain thing sort of watched my last nerve. So what are you going to give this thing? I have to give it a... Can I do half stars as well? <laughs> if you want. Yeah, fine. If you want. I mean... I'll, I'm going to say... Four and a half. Hmm. Okay. 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 Four and a half. Um, for the genre, yeah, four, four and a half. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sticking with four and a half. There it is. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. Right tonight. I think so it just gets so much right. So mm. yeah. Yeah, this is. I mean, it's me just being nitpicky and and such, but the sort of idiocy of the entire cast sort of kills it and the whole constant brain and constant screaming kills it for me so I'll give it a three you know I mean but yeah hey three solid yeah yeah right then let's wrap this up then so thank you for listening like uh again don't forget uh, can't speak don't forget, uh, don't forget <laughs> to like share comment and subscribe uh, you can follow us on twitter at two geeks a pod and you can follow uh, Phil 
on Spookhouse. Your Instagram is Spookhouse Podcast. Yeah, yeah. the Spookhouse Podcast. I recently joined TikTok. Oh my <laughs> like a week ago, so I've just been so I've just been like uploading stuff that I throw up on Instagram. I just put it up there for the hell of it, and uh, surprisingly gets like a lot of views. And I already had some people reach out like, "Hey, I never heard of your podcast. Where can I find it?" And <laughs> so that's cool if uh, it brings in new listeners. But yeah, you can just find us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and I think that's. All the social media I can handle. I'm not getting Twitter or anything. <laughs> right. oh, well, it's too okay. much, man. Yeah, yeah, I've got you. Yeah, Oof, my lord. Right then. Well, all I can say is uh, bye. And I think the next podcast will be, let me see now, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Because I just love that movie. Nice. So, <laughs> and I'd like to thank Very Phil cool. for helping me with this thing. I mean, Hey, always a pleasure to chat with you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Right then. Right then. Like I said, well, let's wrap this thing up then. And a bye.